to Growth Nostalgia, a podcast where we share our journeys, our struggles, our wins, and our dreams. I'm your host, Yesenia. Thank you guys so much for listening. Welcome to our coronavirus, COVID-19, Rona episode, whatever you want to call it. We are going into week number four of quarantine, and I finally had the motivation and the ideas to get on here and record an episode. Um, Anthony's here, so thanks, Anthony, for being here. Uh, Thanks for having me. Join so during this episode, we're gonna be talking about our experiences during this quarantine, what it's been like for us. We're gonna share about some of the things that we've been through doing to get through this. Um, and then we also are gonna hear from our community, they're gonna be sharing why they're staying home and for who they're staying home, um, and also what they're doing themselves to cope, how they're staying sane during this time. And I'm really excited to hear. Or not even to hear, I already heard it, but I'm excited for you guys to hear and for you guys to, you know, for people to that I love to share what they're dealing with. So let's jump into the first segment and let's talk about what is good. So what's good? All right, cool. So let's talk about what is going good during this quarantine season. Um, well, we're grateful because we have a home that we that is our own, that is comfortable you know, so we're definitely grateful grateful for our own space. We know some people don't have that, so that's something that we don't take lightly. What about you, Amp? I think just able that we're both working from home remotely mm-hmm. and, you know, we're still have a job to go to Monday through Friday, but just at home and not commuting to work because I know a lot of people are out of work right now and it just sucks and that would it would be it's crazy to think that this situation could be worse. Yeah. Like, yeah, you have to be at home and there's a lot of things that are closed and stuff. But then on top of that, like you're worrying about like your finances and mm-hmm. just going through the ups and downs with work. So I think yeah. we're just blessed that we're still be able to just work from home. Yeah, 100 percent. I know there's a lot of people that we know personally that are not currently working and definitely are prayers are going to them and we're like hoping that they can get in a better situation but we're super blessed that we're able to work from home we have everything that we need here and that's awesome another thing that we're grateful for that's going good is that we're healthy man we're good you know i know before coronavirus kind of broke i had a like a cold that was like lingering and i was like do i have it do i have it but now we're good we're healthy we're taking our ginger shots from trader joe's and I'm making a smoothies every few days with ginger and all kinds of fruits and veggies. So, so we're all on track. We're all, we're good to go. Mm-hmm. I think too that we all have like the food and supplies that we need yeah. during this time. I know that the first week or two it was really hard to try to get all the supplies because you would have to go to like four or five stores, and it's just annoying because you don't want to go to any stores. Yeah. So you have to hit like a bunch of different ones. So it just kind of defeats the purpose of staying home, but. It's kind of just you have to get out and get the supplies that you need so you don't have to leave. So I'm mm-hmm. thankful now that we have all of the food and everything so we don't have to really go to the grocery store anymore and go get things at Target or anything. Not like, like we did before, huh? No, I feel like now we're like pretty solid. Yeah, 100% I agree. Yeah, super grateful for toilet paper. 
Um, also, another thing that's awesome that we're grateful for is that we're able to help other people. We're able to help our neighbors, you know, our community. Um, you know, we actually, Anthony had the idea the other day to um, give some of our food that we have left over just because we made a bunch of pasta. He's like, hey, why don't we give this to the neighbor? And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, dude, I didn't even think about that. And I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. So he went over and he gave him some of our Alfredo pasta. Um, and so that was really nice. That was really nice. And, you know, people that are posting that, you know, GoFundMes and stuff, you know, companies and businesses that we really support in our community, like, man, a few bucks, like those 15, 20 bucks I would have spent at the bar or whatever, like a hundred percent, like I want to be able to be giving and do that for those people because it's hard. Like we're saying, it's hard for those who don't, who aren't working right now. Yeah, definitely. I think it kind of shines a light more on your community when you see that, you know, some of it is suffering. So you kind of want to put some money well, that you can't put, you know, just going through the emotions right now. But not, I know everyone can't put in a lot, yeah. a lot. But I think everything helps, you know. Just yeah, giving even back. like five dollars, I feel helps. Like if a bunch of people gave five dollars, like mm-hmm. that's helpful. Yeah, just like if you see someone selling masks, you know, mm-hmm. and if they look <laughs> safe and not sketchy, <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know, everyone has their side hustle. Yeah, so I think just even just supporting that and like the water. The water uh, stores and the laundry mats, you know, it's like I think all of that, that is still open as a, necess- mm-hmm. a necessity. It's going to help um, your community. So I think it's really good to just support right now. Yeah, I agree. So those are the things that are good. I mean, the other thing that's good is God is good. Mm-hmm. God is just good. God's good all the time. And like we are, our faith has been, we've been on a journey with our faith and I've shared that before, but our faith is continuing to grow and we're just so blessed and like, Man, you know, at the end of the day, I know God's got us and I know that the way that this ends up was going to be the way it's supposed to be and it's going to be bigger and better than it than what I could have ever imagined. This is a hard time, but this is something that we're going to get through, but we're going to get through it together mm-hmm. and also through faith. And um, I hope that, you know, if you're drawing near to God right now, that's awesome. If you're questioning, you know, your relationship with God, Hey, that's cool. Be curious, but just know that there's a higher power, whatever you want to call it. There's a higher power. There's something greater than us. And man, I'm excited to see the miracle when it gets here because right now it's hard to see. It's hard to have faith. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely hard right now. And it's all of us are in it together. It's not just happening in a one block. You know, it's every block. It's every city. It's every state. So I think us just reminding ourselves that, you know, we're not in it alone so check up on your friends and check up on your family and just yeah. try to do FaceTime what you your can homies. yeah but i think like i like how we're doing the good and the bad because i feel like a lot of just things that are coming out on social media or people's mm-hmm. like just voicing is just like only bad stuff so you know it's, it could always be worse like i said and let's talk about the bad let's talk about the bad and i like how you brought that up you know i feel mm-hmm. like it's yeah, people are scared and there's a lot of uncertainty going on in this time because we don't know what's going on. But I don't like people spreading negativity or just trying to scare people. I really like that's not cool. Like, you know, why? Why put that energy out? If you put that mm-hmm. energy out, you're going to get it right back to you. And because what you reap, you sow. What you sow. You, wait, what is it? What you sow. You yeah. Reap. What you reap, you sow. You reap what you sow. You reap what you sow. <laughs> that's what it is. But yeah, you know, if you put out that energy, you're going to get it right back. And, you know, now's the time not to be negative. Now's the mm-hmm. time. Yeah, give facts. But don't be like trying to 
instill fear in people because that's not mm-hmm. helpful at all. I'm not about that. We don't like that. Yeah, I feel like, you know, you're going to remember the people that did good. You're mm-hmm. going to remember the people that also, like, knocked on your door and gave you some food or some pity that checked in on you. But I'm also going to remember the people that were just posting dumb stuff to, like, just scare people. And it's just, like, I'm going to remember that, too. I feel like I look like I'm looking at a lot of d- people differently. Mm. I'm like, why? Like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm like, never what's forget your that. intention? Why are you doing that? Yeah, it's pretty whack. Yeah. If you're not helping, you're making it worse. Another bad thing, our apartment is so small. It's Mm. really, really hard. I mean, first of all, you know, getting time to go to work and get away from your significant other, whoever you work with, is just nice because it's that balance. But now we're literally stuck in the apartment and it's really small and we don't have any space. I usually work in the kitchen. Anthony works in the living room, Mm -hmm. bedroom area. And... The kitchen's so small. Of course, he has to eat, so he has to come in. I have to come out. Like, it's just a really hard situation. We're getting mm-hmm. through it, but it's definitely tough. Um, yeah. What else? Yeah, definitely our small studio is something that is kind of not our normal. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's kind of us getting used to, like, what's the regular normal right now. And it's pretty, it's weird and it's uncomfortable at times. But yeah, I think... Um, you know, we're just trying to make the best of it. Like today, I have the living room and I have the TV, so I just played <laughs> Garden State on repeat. So I watched it four times today while I was just working. But it's Records. kind of like you just have to like make the best of it. But yeah. I think like another thing is that is a bad thing with having a small space is that we don't have the comfortability to really work. Like yeah. we are both working from home Monday through Friday, nine to five, but we don't have two desks. Mm-hmm. We don't even have one desk. Mm-hmm. So it's like, man, like... If we had like the space and obviously would have more desk space and I think just be more comfortable, you know, Mm -hmm. like I'm working on a couch with a coffee table and we had to order another table today and chairs just because we have to do some upgrades just because we're here now. You know, we don't know how long this is going to last. So Mm -hmm. I think, um, yeah, just not having that space, man, I wish we had that space. And sometimes I see people, I'm like, dang, you guys have like a two bedroom house. Like, oh my God, I wish. Yeah. No, I agree. I think, I mean, you know this. I've been looking online at apartments like almost every single day. I really want to move out. Our intention was to move out last year. Then we got engaged. So all that money went to the wedding and Mm -hmm. now the wedding. I won't talk about that later. But, you know, it's hard right now. Like, I definitely feel like out of control. And I feel like, man, I just want to get out of here. I want to have more space. Mm -hmm. But also now's not the time. So I have to like chill out and relax. Yeah. Make this work. Something else that sucks is that we don't have a washing machine. So we do have um, washers and dryers here at the apartment complex, but they're like really shitty and they're, mm-hmm. um, there's only a few. So that's hard because another part of that's like we're not trying to go out, but it's like we need to wash our clothes. Yes, yeah, so we have to go to a laundromat across the street. But that one's mellow. It's not too, there's probably like four people in there at a time and it's pretty big, but it's just something that. You know, I wish we had, you know, yeah. it's like, dang, things that like you take for granted, like mm-hmm. having, living with your parents, and you <laughs> have a washer and dryer and it's like all nice. So it's like, yeah. yeah, that's one bad thing. And I think another bad thing is just being away from our friends and family. Yeah. You know, like we have a lot of good friends um, out here in L.A. and I feel like they've all been responsible by like staying home, too. Yeah. So like it's not like 
you don't have like FOMO because no one's doing anything. Yeah. Um, obviously, we do try to Zoom and FaceTime as much as we can with friends and family. But just being away, because I feel like me and you were so like always out in LA yeah. with our friends or we're always out in the IE visiting our family. We're not mm-hmm. like type of people that just like staying home. So I think like that's one bad thing that's like a negative right now. But I know like pretty soon this will all be like in our rear view. Yeah. I think that that's the reason why I was fine living in this apartment in the studio because, you know, we, you know, you come here after work, you have dinner, you go to bed and you don't really chill too much here. Like, yeah, of course, we watch movies, we hang out. But on the weekends, it was like, okay, we're going to go out, Mm -hmm. we're going to go get, you know, get some coffee, we're going to go get some lunch. Now it's like there's no escape. We're in here. There's no space. And it's a little bit harder. So that's another thing that that I was saying that I was thinking that it sucks, which everybody can relate to. You can't go out. You can't hang out with friends. You can't go to a coffee shop. You can't go to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. You can't chill freely. And it's like you can't just like meet someone at the park and feel safe. And you can't go up to a homie and give them a hug. You just can't <laughs> do that right now. And you know what? It's tough. I know it's tougher for some other people than it is for, for some. But we're going to get through it. It's just part of it. And that's, that's just some of the good and the bad let's get into the next segment and talk about our experiences get more in depth about it let's go damn damn Damn. 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 so we're just going to talk a little bit about our experiences during this time we're just going to get more in depth about it um so our current experiences um one thing that's just hard is just realizing that it's dangerous outside because you're just like oh there's just a person there and now i have to cover my face every time i go outside and Now I have to try not to touch any metal doorknobs or doorknobs in general. And everything's like, give me some hand sanitizer when you get in the car. So that's been a really big adjustment and a hard thing for both of us um, coming in the house and taking off our shoes. And I don't know, being mindful of our clothes and sanitizing our food. I don't know. What do you think, Anthony? Yeah, I think like one of the biggest challenges is like living in a new way like I'm just so used to just going about how I live and now I have to like oh dang I can't touch my face or oh I forgot to put on a glove or dang like I don't know just like we can't do like our usual routine of like how we would maneuver around so I think like that is like a big challenge for me it's just like that's more on the frustrating side of like an experience that I've been dealing with Um, just trying to stay clean and trying to stay healthy, um, just like on a way bigger scale. It's hard. It's hard to be mindful. Like I don't want to freak out, but at the same time, I don't want something as little as touching a doorknob to get me sick because that's so, so dumb. So I get really like paranoid. And then when I get back home, I always want to sanitize our phones and I want to like, you know, spray everything with disinfectant spray and stuff like that. So it's hard because I'm trying not to take it overboard because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing the uh, doing things to make sure that we're staying healthy. But at the same time, there's such a it's there's so many questions and you just don't know the answers that. So you don't know how extreme or like, am I being too extreme or am I being normal? And yeah, it's such an adjustment. It's hard because it's like. You know, I'm just like, Anthony, don't touch your face. And then he gets upset with me and I'm just like, I don't know what to do. It's And it's hard because at the end of the day, we just want each other to be safe. But, you know, yeah, it's frustrating. It's a, it's a huge change. It's like you've been living one way for all your life and now you have to be more mindful of stuff like that. It's just 
It's just weird. It's yeah, just and it, the fact that it just like happened overnight. It wasn't like any like leading up to this. It was, like wasn't really like oh this might happen. Or it was just like kind of like just hit us like overnight, and you're like oh crap, like it's pretty crazy. I mean, that just kind of speaks to our government and the way that they don't take things seriously, and yeah, so they don't listen to the doctors and the researchers <laughs> and scientists. So I'm sure they knew it was coming, but. People just didn't think. I mean, I didn't think it was going to get to this. Nobody thought, you know, we've never, no one's ever been through something like this. So. No, it's true. I don't know. What is getting us through this? Um, What's getting us through this, Anthony? What's getting you through this? I think just getting out. Like I said before, we're such like, you know, going out people and not really staying at home like at all. So I think like just walking at Silver Lake Reservoir, like how we did, took a drive down PCH mm-hmm. um, the other day. And I think it's really an easy way right now to like get out because there's no traffic. Yeah. You know, everyone, you you know, it's like, oh, stay home. But it's like, yeah, but you could go in your car and go on a drive. You're not going to actually go down PCH and park and go in the sand and like go in the water. It's and like out with people. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> just like catching a vibe. Just like you or your significant other were just going out. Um, and it was pretty wild how we got from downtown to Malibu in like 35, 40 minutes mm-hmm. and got back like just the same amount of time. It was just yeah. really good just to take advantage of like, you know, a good, a good drive, catch a vibe with, with somebody or even just you go dolo, you know, you don't have to go with anybody. But I think if you're just in your car, you know, and mm-hmm. you got to stop somewhere to put gas, you know, you have your mask or you have like your gloves, like you're going to be fine. I think like yeah. you're not going to go party at the beach or even if you go on a different route, it doesn't have to be a PCH kind of cruise. But I think just going on a drive, I think that's one way to get through this. And also, yeah. I think going to an empty park, um, mm-hmm. I know we've been lucky enough to kind of the same thing like we when we're clocked off of work you know the sun is still up and there's nowhere that you need to be there's you know there's no like hurry or anything to be anywhere so I think it's kind of like what we've been doing was more venturing out um and just finding an empty park obviously the park where we would usually go to is Echo Park which is up the street Mm -mm. but obviously we're not going to do that right now so I think us just going to driving to Eagle Rock and just finding a park that's empty and they're like all right cool like there's a bunch of just grass with no one around and like throw down a blanket and you could just eat you know and I think sometimes like when you post pictures like that and you post it like on your social media people are like whoa you're crazy like stay home it's like i'm not at echo park yeah i think like it's easy to get like oh you that's something that they would do you know but um you don't really see like the background scenario of like us like really taking the measures to be safe too and i think just what we did too it's like go find some flat ground at like a park and like just (laughs) skate like you don't have to be at a skate park with a bunch of people you know if you want to go stretch your legs and just find like empty parking lot or something and obviously i think the zoom parties yeah no yeah um zoom parties are fun but before we get into that yeah i i also want to stress that when we do these things we're definitely being mindful of others and we're not putting ourselves or anybody else in danger um, taking those drives and going places like that to get out. Because like we've mentioned, we live in a studio apartment. We have a very small studio. We are being responsible enough um, and, and making sure that no one no one is around. And if somebody is around, we won't we will not stop there. You know, we'll just keep going and, and maybe just keep driving. But as long as, you know, you're being responsible 
at the end of the day, of course, I wish I didn't have to leave. If I had a backyard, if I had a few bedrooms, maybe I wouldn't want to leave. <laughs> yeah, low key. But I don't have that, you know, luxury. So I have to find ways to keep myself sane. Anthony and I both. So that's one way. But yeah, Zoom parties. Um, Eleanor's birthday was a few weeks ago and we did a Zoom party and that was really fun. And then me and my other girlfriends, me and my other group of friends did a Zoom party for other friends' birthday as well. And you know, it's really fun to just get on there and um, feel normal for five seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, another thing, like, so both of us have our individual Zoom parties that we've done. Um, so that's been fun. Um, I don't know, what what do we really miss f- during this time? I think just, I miss just going out to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of the time on the weekend is spent going to brunch or going to restaurants. You know, I think... We really only cook during the week when this was mm-hmm. going when this wasn't going down. We'd usually cook Monday through Thursday, and yeah. then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday we wouldn't even treat. make one meal. Like we yeah. would just eat out for three days straight. And I think now that we can't do that, obviously have a lot more money. Yeah. <laughs> but is this something I miss? Or like just even walking into Blue Bottle and getting like a coffee? <laughs> it's like, dang! Like you can't even do that, you know? Yeah. And then. You know, you can't even go really get a good cup of coffee because, like, Starbucks obviously isn't good, but that line is nuts, like, to get in the drive-thru. It's like yeah. you're low-key just eating at home um, three times a day, and you're just <laughs> washing dishes constantly, and <laughs> you have to drink coffee. Like, you have to make coffee at home. It's like, I think those yeah. are the things that I miss the most, but it definitely has, like, made me realize, like, man, like, I was eating out way too much. Um, yeah, I think like you just a lot of money you just like just spent on eating out. So I think that's something that like when things go back to normal, I can't like wild out like that as yeah. much because be more mindful. Yeah, definitely be more mindful. But I think that's something that I miss for sure. Yeah, I think I miss like my morning Starbucks runs on the way to work, um, getting my bacon Gouda sandwich. I miss it. Um, <laughs> I miss I think I just miss like places that we would eat at to be honest like i miss boiling crab that was our last meal oh yeah i miss boiling crab i miss i know you probably miss foot cafe mm-hmm. um what else do i miss i don't know i think i just miss home. like yeah home restaurant Ooh, the brunch last time i went i was hungover or you get the seafood out in uh what is it lincoln park Oh, the marisco, mariscos, el camarón pelao. <laughs> yeah, that place is bomb. Yeah, oh, I miss it. But um, yeah, that's what I miss. I think just doing that. And I think I just miss like just going to Crawford's and having one drink or like two drinks. Like just being able to go out and mm-hmm. be social. Going to, going to low boy. I was really planning on going to Disney. Like I even wanted to go to Disney before we got into quarantine, but it just wasn't working out with work and everything. But I'm really bummed out that I can't go to Disneyland right now. Like, I was really, like, looking forward to it. I feel like we've had our pass since December, and we've only gone two or three times. And we haven't had, like, a full day there and haven't had, like, the full, like, just chill, no no worries and time to be there. So I'm really, really bummed. I think that's one of my biggest ones. (laughs) No, that's true. Yeah, sucks. How are you dealing with being with your significant other 24-7? I think, um, yeah, it's wild because it's like, I, it's just like a broken record now. I keep repeating myself, but like we have such a small place. I can't 
like stress it enough. It's just like constantly it gets brought up because it is such like a big thing of like how small <clears throat> our studio here is in LA. So yeah. I think, um, yeah, the 24 seven thing, it's just kind of like, you do need some time alone, you know, like phone calls with friends or going outside on a walk, you know, or like how we've been doing, um, we go to the same therapy. No. How do you say it? We don't go to the same therapist, but it's the same yeah. services. <laughs> office. Office. Yeah. It's the same office. So I, since this has been going down, we've both been doing therapy in our car via <laughs> face, It's not like a FaceTime, but it's like an app like Zoom um, yeah. where you just do an hour of therapy. And mm-hmm. we've been going in our car um, yeah. individually. Obviously, she's been doing it at the in the mornings and then I'm more later at night. But it's kind of crazy, like talking to your therapist over a phone. <laughs> but that's I think that's one other thing that's keeping me sane in this whole situation is like the fact that I know if I want to escape, I can escape to my car. My car's always been that for me. It's always been like my own space. It's like a second room. You know, when I lived at home, it's like when I wanted privacy or when I just wanted to be by myself, I would just go to my car. So I felt I feel like that's like a place of uh, like a safe place for me. Um, I did, I'm taking like a meditation class at USC again. Um, I missed it today cause we haven't, we had a meeting, but, um, I've been doing it in the car as well. I did it last week in the car and, um, yeah, therapy this week. I'm going to do it in the car, but that's, if that's how we got to do it, that's why we got to do it. You know, whatever's going to keep us sane. Another thing that's, um, we're doing, I mean, we already talked about zoom parties, but we're doing individual zoom parties. Like Anthony had his with his guy friends and mm-hmm. I have mine with my girlfriends and, um, that's kind of a way to like feel normal and feel by your, like you're by yourself because you need it. <laughs> no, definitely. You have to like keep your head above water for sure because it is just a lot of time at home, you know, and it's a lot of time, you know, together, together. And I think, you know, you have to have some type of individual space, um, just to be sane, like you said. And I think those are the things that we've been doing just to feel normal and still stay sane because we are together for 24 seven. So yeah, we're not the, like, like I said, we're not the only ones. I know other couples that obviously live together, but yeah, it's just a small space and we just need to tend to, you know, try to get out as much as we can. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, another thing that um, a lot of people have questions about is our wedding. Our wedding is supposed to be in June, and right now with all this uncertainty, it's very hard to plan a wedding, and it's very hard to think, like, is this going to go down or not? And, you know, at first, I think I was really having a lot of anxiety about it, and I was really, really bummed out because I thought, oh, man, I don't know if this is going to go down. But you know what? At the end of the day, I just thought about it, and me and Anthony both talked about it, and we said, you know what? However, this is supposed to be, we're going to figure it out if we don't, you know, the, the, the invitations are already, you know, printed. So we're going to send them out as they are. And if we have to postpone, then we'll send something later on and we'll post, we'll postpone. But as of now, we're just going to move forward and pretend like everything's going to go as planned. And if it doesn't go down the way that we want it to, then that's fine. I'm definitely somebody who has a lot of faith that the way that things happen are the way that God intends them to happen. And I don't believe in forcing anything and especially a wedding. So I'm not going to force it. And, uh, how do you feel about it? Yeah. I feel like I'm more of a type of person. It's like, well, when we get to that bridge, we'll cross it. Um, the wedding you need is to a wedding plan. Then. It's two full months away. So I feel kind of confident that, you know, this will be cleared up by then. Um, obviously we can't predict the future, a lot of this is uh, is out of our control, so I don't see any like 
I don't see anything like positive of freaking out over that's true something like, that you don't come have it. control over. You know, yeah. it's like we can't just already say that it can't happen because we don't know. And yeah. I think one thing is to just keep taking it day by day, you yeah. know, um, while the information is coming in, we're just taking it by like that. So I think, yeah. I don't know for us, obviously we have to talk about it. We have to bring <laughs> these things up because we can't act like nothing is happening outside yeah. because it is. But I think how I like to just think of it is like, we'll just, we'll just see like time will tell. But yeah. as of right now, I think that we're still set for our day. Yeah, I pray that it goes down the way it's supposed to. But the other thing is, like, we have to have a plan B. And I we talked about having a plan B, and, you know, our venue was very packed, jam-packed with everybody's dates when we first got engaged and we picked our wedding venue. So we specifically picked our date because of different reasons. And so it's going to really bum, bum us out. I'm, I'm, I'm being honest, it's going to really bum us out if we can't do it that day. But at the same time, I believe in being flexible and like I can't control this. Like I said, I don't like to force things. So, um, you know, we can just figure it out, see another day, an alternative. And me and Anthony even talked about getting married on a weekday, if that's what we got to do, you know. And those people that love us and, and want to be there and who are healthy and, you know, if everything's great but, and blown over by then or we have a good solution to this problem, then 100% we want all those people to be there. But I truly in my heart feel like it's going to be exactly the way it's supposed to be with the people that are supposed to be there. And it's going to probably even be better than I even anticipated to be. Yeah, so. it's going to work out. How are you guys staying positive? How are we staying positive? I think just by checking in, you know, with our family group chat, um, with our friends, um, just staying positive and just not just focusing on ourselves and just focusing on as a couple, but also focusing on with friends and family. I think yeah. that's positive because you do kind of like they help you find like this silver lining and all this. Yeah. I think it's really easy to get lost in your own sauce. You know, I think like by us having this time right now by staying home it does allow us to have more time to call friends you know it gives yeah. us more time to call family members maybe somebody that you haven't talked to in a long time you know maybe it is a good time to like you know jump in their dm or send them a text or give them a call and just see how they're doing i think yeah. i've been doing that a lot lately with people i haven't talked to in a really long time i think it's just such an easy thing to reach out to somebody. I know my buddy Tyler um, that lives in Vegas hit me up yesterday. And it's just oh, it's an easy like intro, like, hey, like, how is it over there? Yeah. You know, and then it kind of starts like the conversation with somebody that you haven't talked to in a while. And it's like, man, it's like that over there, too. Like it kind of just like because like I said, again, like harking back to it, it's just we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. So. I think that's one thing to stay positive. And even if the under individual that you're talking to is not being positive, maybe it's time that you could share some positivity with them. Yeah. Um, I think just by like spreading it that way, you know, I think that's how I've been trying to just cope with it. Yeah. I think, you know, definitely reaching out to friends that you haven't been talking to or that you haven't checked in on. That's that's awesome. Also, like we get so busy that even just sometimes a text message saying, hey, like, how are you? Are you OK? I think that's really big and, and, you know, helpful. I know my friend Naomi, um, she's super busy. She's a mom and she got a lot going on with her two boys and, you know, her significant other and work. And she reached out to me like a week or two ago and she just like was like, hey, and gave me the lowdown on what's going on in her life. And I'm like, man, I appreciate that because I feel like thank you for letting me know what's going on. And now I'm like, how are you? Like, this mm-hmm. is what's going on with me. And, 
you know, what's going, you know, what's up? Like, are you okay? And it was just good to check in, you know, people are busy, but it's, it's always good to hear from people. Um, and, and also I think that like you're talking about Anthony to look at the silver lining, I think it's important for us to look at all the opportunities. I feel Mm -hmm. like God is kind of trying to teach us something right now. And I hope like whatever he's trying to teach us, we're learning. I feel like, you know, if people that are constantly not alone and who never have time to be alone with their thoughts, they're being taught, hey, you need to stop. You need to like go inward and you got to take care of yourself and really work on some stuff and process some things. I think parents, man, I, I'm so excited that like Nikki, my friend Nikki gets to be home with her baby girl with my goddaughter Aria because what a gift, you know, to be home with her daughter as mm-hmm. she grows. Like she's about to turn one at the end of this month. I cannot believe that. You know, um Erica gets to spend time with Haley, you know, Stephanie gets to spend time with with um Eden and Chanel with her boys and you know, Misha with her son, you know, everybody gets to spend time with family, you know, all the couples get to spend some extra time with one another. And, you know, we're never going to get this time back. And I know it's a test. I know it's hard. But at the same time, it's also a gift in a lot of ways. But it depends on the way that we approach it. And it depends on the way that we we view it. So I hope that um, we're keeping positive And we're looking at the bright side. And we're finding ways to stay sane. And you know, another thing that's really positive, that's been helping us stay positive is just being having the opportunity to have church at home on Sundays, you mm-hmm. know, and our church is so awesome. There's they are they're always doing something. They got like Zoom parties, like connect groups online, Zoe prayer like almost every day. Mm-hmm. Um and that's something that really keeps us and our faith high because it's just like, okay, like man, some days are just hard and we just see a lot of negativity on the internet or on you know, the news and I'm like, man, like I don't know how we're going to get out of this. Like, I don't know. But then you're reminded that it's like, it's not about science, baby girl. It's not. It's about God's bigger than that. And miracles happen every day. And I pray that this happens soon. And that miracle could just be like finding the medication that helps fix this. And then we're done with it. Like, and that might seem like a little or big miracle to people. I don't know. But, um, having church at home is amazing and like I encourage you guys if you guys just want to hear just like a positive word and you need just to be refreshed for the week because it's been a tough one Mm -hmm. we always invite you to 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 go on Zoe Church of LA and um you know go on Sundays and and listen to the message and you can always listen to their message on the on podcast and YouTube as well you know previous messages sometimes you just need that encouragement because you just can't like you don't know how you're going to make it through but you're going to make it through. You're going to be fine. But you also have to be open to just hearing some positive words. And trust me, um, Chad and Julia Beach, they're hilarious pastors. They're so fun. They're so relatable. They make church fun. You don't feel like you're going to church. You feel like you're literally, like I said, at a fun TED talk and you're inspired. So that's just something that's keeping us positive. Um, I think to, um, to staying on the positive note, I think one of the best things I've heard um, within these four weeks is when I talked to um, my homie Alexander and he said a really good thing over the phone. He told me like I was just asking him, I was like, hey, I know that he just lives at home with his dog. And I was just trying to catch up with Alex. And I was just like, hey, how have you been doing? You know, how's everything at the house? Like, do you have everything you need? And one thing that Alex said to me that I was, I'm always going to remember this. He told me that he's like, you know what? Like, what's going on right now is just getting me ready to how it is going to be when I am working for myself Wow! and I'm running my own business. 
and, you know, I'm going to be at home working and this is what I'm kind of like prepping myself and kind of like it really did seem like he's just manifesting that. that. I love that perspective. Yeah. It's like, you know, we all have our side hustles and, you know, I think a lot of our homies that are entrepreneurs or, you know, they are in the, the field of just being creatives. Um, I think a lot of them do have side hustles and those are obviously closed right now during this time. So it is a lot of time spending home for creatives. And I think that's one great thing that Alex said, you know, um, Mm -hmm. you know, him being home right now, he's just more hyping him up and getting him prepared and getting him ready to be ready. I think soon to, you know, not have to have a a job that you have to go to, um, you know, his side hustle is going to be his main hustle. Um, and I think he really um, just hit hit right there when he said that. I was yeah. like, wow, that's dope. You know, it was super positive from Alex to say that. And um, I think a lot of people could probably relate to that, yeah, you know, and, and learn from that and learn from that. I think that was like a really good thing um, because it's like, man, that's it's, it's such a like just an easy sentence. But it's like it's so hard to like really come up and finding that silver lining. And I think Alex really um hit that one like shout i said shout out to alexander so. blaine yeah, one of our out. one of our guests in one of our first episodes yeah shout <laughs> out to bueno it means good you yeah. know um shop online yeah his brand is still killing it still thriving um i'm really happy for alex and um i'm excited for his future so yeah that was awesome man it just really makes you think about how it's all about perspective you know it's it sucks and it's hard and it's like, you know what, if you're going to have a negative perspective and outlook on things and I can't help you, but if you're really going to try to look at the good and try to live in that good and, and not allow the craziness of what's going on around you really mess with your soul, then you're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. So during this part of the show, we just want to voice our frustrations. Go ahead, Anthony, get it out. I don't have any. That's a lie. <laughs> I live with you. I know you do. <laughs> um, Just be honest. Let it all out. I don't know. I think one of the frustrations um, is just, like I said, like having this new type of normal. Um, yeah. It's all types of frustrating um, with this new normal that we're all dealing with, I think. Just by, <clears throat> you know, you're kind of just low-key forced to stay home i think that is one frustration um i think going back to what we were saying about like you know we are comfortable in our home but i think working from home isn't as comfortable (laughs) you know that's one thing chilling on a couch but then now you have two screens in front of you and you're trying to like maneuver around a coffee table and really get work done like work doesn't stop you know with um with everything that we're doing with like how I'm working with Rip and Dip and Yesenia works for USC. Like, yeah, like there is some major things going on in this world, but like the brand is still going and her school is still going. So I think that's another frustration for me. Just not being able to go to the park and chill. I think that's another thing that like we like to do or go to the homie's house and barbecue or go visit my parents, um, drive down and just see my homies back home. Like that's just, pretty frustrating for me you know I don't really like staying home so I think you're definitely a social person that gets a lot of your energy from people so I think that not being able to see your friends and family has been really tough for you Mm -hmm. more than well some people are more introverts and they can stay home all day and they don't care 
some of my frustrations, I think, are just being being in such a small space. Like we talk about it over and over again, but I'm seriously so tempted to find a new apartment and get the heck out of here. Like mm-hmm. I've never in my life felt so like determined to move. Not that it's just like contained. Like I need a stretch. Like I can't even. I wish I had a living room so I could be like, "Yo, you go in the re- the bedroom, do your work, and I'm gonna get a workout in real quick." Like I can't even do that. No, it's true. My family's going through a lot right now, and like I don't, I can't even be there. I can't even be there physically. You know, of course I can talk to them on the phone. Mm-hmm. You know, and I could be there for my dad. You know, mm-hmm. but I can't be there physically, and I can't be there. To really help. But I'm also learning that like I can't. I mean this is a lifelong journey. But you can't fix people's problems. And they have to fix it on their own. All you can do is be there for them. And you can hold space for them. But you can't carry their baggage and their stuff. So that's another thing. So I guess it's silver lining. Yeah. Let's voice what we're grateful for. What are you grateful for? My job. Yeah. I'm grateful that I could still work under these conditions. Yeah. Um, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for just our community. I think yeah. I've. It just shows right now that people are, like, really out there helping each other, um, supporting one another more than ever. Um, And I'm sure you guys know also some people probably that work in the bar food industry that are just hurting right now. Um, Just mainly, like, maybe, like, the mom and pop, like, you know, like, the small business-owned restaurants and bars in your area. I really feel for them. Like, some of ours are, like, our favorites are, like, Low Boy Crawford's and I couldn't imagine being you know in that situation where you don't know when your next check is coming you don't know really what's going on with your job like is your you know is your brick and mortar gonna be able to overcome this you know like financially I know that rent is still due I'm not too sure of what they've came up with to like have some type of help with all that but I think it would be really sad to see a lot of you know, these small businesses not make it out of this. You know, yeah. I think that's another fear that some people have that some people don't. I always, you know, just try to think of my friends, you know, and try to think of what they're going through. So I think, like, I think you mentioned it before, too. If you do see a GoFundMe, you know, you don't have to personally know those people. But yeah. I think, you know, just showing love and support right now um, yeah. is good. So I'm just grateful for that. It's crazy to, um, it was funny, I think we we're saying like how, now you're looking at jobs like, oh, like that's an essential job. Yeah. Because I was like hitting people up. And I was like, hey, are you still working? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, duh. Like you've told me, like I know where you've worked like this whole time. But like you kind of forget like, dude, that is like some important work, you know. So yeah. I think what I'm grateful for is just like my faith that I don't. Yeah, there's a lot of uncertainty. But like, I mean, from the very first day, like I. I didn't overwhelm myself. I'm like, yep, this work, work. We can't go to work on Monday. Mm-hmm. Like the first week, oh, I can't go to work, work on Monday. That means this is probably gonna happen, and then this is probably gonna get canceled, and it's probably, you know. Mm-hmm. I kind of started seeing it ripple, but I didn't get overwhelmed with it at first. And I think that the reason why is like, ever since I was a kid, I've always had this very big like faith and trust in a higher power. I don't know if I ever always called it God. I don't I don't remember being super religious when I was going to school when I was a kid. Never like that. But I just have this feeling of like, we gonna be all right. I'm gonna be okay. And I mean I think like I'm just grateful for that feeling. Like I really don't know where it came from or why I have that. 
So I'm super grateful for that. And of course, friends and family, everybody in my life, my job, you know, of course I've complained. Y'all heard me complain about it, that I don't love my Mm -hmm. job. I don't love my job, but you know what? I'm very grateful because a lot of people don't have jobs right now. Mm -hmm. So the extra work or whatever people have, oh, can you do this for me? Yes, I can. (laughs) Give it to me, you know, because I know that I'm a very fortunate person to be able to work and do what I do. Um, and I know a lot of people don't have that. And yeah, if you have an extra five or 10 bucks, donate, donate to somebody. If you see somebody selling something and you don't necessarily want to give them a few bucks, like whatever, if you're still working and you're able to, then you should, or you know what? No, you shouldn't. You should do it. If you, your heart tells you to do it. Mm -hmm. And I definitely have been feeling compelled to help with, you know, little bits here and there and you know, I, like, I, like I said, like a little bit goes a long way for a lot of people because the more people that donate, just that little bit, it just it comes together and it becomes oh, so much, you know. Um, some of the things that we've taken for granted. Anthony, what have you taken for granted? Everything I've mentioned. <laughs> um, I think just taking for granted that you can't even walk into a coffee shop. You can't walk into a restaurant. You can't. <laughs> Go get a car wash right now. You can't go get a haircut. I think those things are most taken for granted because that that rug was, you know, pulled. pulled underneath you. And it's kind of like something that you would always lean on. And, you know, it's like kind of maybe that was like your type of therapy. It's going to be crazy when it opens all back up and you're like, dang, I like it. I could go get a car wash. Yeah, outside could be open. <laughs> you go to the park with your friends, you know, and like bring out the barbecue grill. And I yeah. think. A lot of that stuff, like, I really um, really took it for granted, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I think what I've taken for granted is just being able to be around people. I mean, obviously. <laughs> just to be around people and to feel, to live in, like, a more careless way. Yeah. Where I'm not, like, having to be mindful about where my hands are, what my hands touched, or mm-hmm. if I can touch my phone now because I just touched this. And then, yeah. you know... Uh, is this person breathing on me or does this person have coronavirus? Am I going to go walk through this and now I'm going to get a car? Like I, it's so funny, but they're always like back in my day when there were simpler times. And it's like, I feel you. Like, I feel like I've taken that for granted. And one of the things I miss that I didn't say before is I miss my, my hot milk tea from 85 degree bakery. Mm. That sucks. I'm really sad about that. I think I got it the last day that everything yeah, was open. Yeah, it was that Sunday. I miss it, but only the hot one because the cold one is whatever, but the hot one is other level shit. But yeah, I just, you know, I think we took a lot of things for granted. I think this is definitely going to change us. It's going to change us for the better. I think it's going to change us in a way that we're going to be more, just more like appreciative that we have time together, that we can be like not be a little bit more careless than we are now, but still be more mindful. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that we become better people for this, you know. Um, what do you think that this is going to change, Anthony? Or how are you? How will you be different after this? I kind of look at this right now as like a season. And I think every season has a reason. And yeah. I think there's a reason for this. Yep. Um, I do I like believe that. that, you know, I know it's kind of cliche, but it's like, oh, the earth needed you know, a break from humanity or like all of what was going on, how we were just living normally. And I think it was true though. Like, yeah, that is kind of corny or like, you know, reachy, but I think like just by the photos you could see of like December of 19 to like present time now. And it's just like 
LA is like way more clear and like there's yeah. less cars on the road or like how you could see the fish in Italy. Like it, they're <laughs> saying that the water hasn't been that clear in 60 years. So yeah. I just think like, yeah, like we look at this as a season, um, you know, it definitely is happening for a reason. Yeah. And I think that this will have to make change. We can't just set a day and be like, okay, outside's open. And then we're all doing the same thing we were doing two months prior to this. Yeah. So I think like things will be different after this. Um, I think a lot of people might just have healthier, not healthier lifestyles, but be more cautious yeah. and clean. I yeah. think I've always been like a type of OCD person, but um, I think this definitely takes it up a notch. And I think a lot of people, you know, like how, I was saying like how the new normal is. Mm -hmm. Um, It definitely involves being clean, you know, being sanitary. And I think a lot of people probably never thought or lived like that ever. And now they kind of are forced to because they obviously don't want to get sick. So I think it's going to bring a lot of like positive change um, on that side. Yeah, I think they're going to change for the better at the end of the day when this is all said and done. And like I said, it's all perspective. So if you are a jerk and you don't think it's going to change for the better then that sucks for you. <laughs> but I think that um, for the most part, I think people are going to be better for this. People are going to be more generous. I mm-hmm. hope that all that ugliness that we we're seeing the first few weeks of people buying all the toilet paper, I hope that every, I hope y'all done with that. And I hope that y'all, y'all should not be able to return that toilet paper straight up. Like you want to be selfish? Like you can freaking live in toilet paper. You can mm-hmm. live in a toilet paper house. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I hope that those days are done because we definitely need to be living and, and mm-hmm. be better for this. So let's go into our next segment where you guys are going to hear some of some of our community and what they're doing. Uh, what? So during this time of the pod, we usually answer listener questions, but this time around, I really wanted to hear from you guys, from our community. So we're going to share a few voice memos of some amazing individuals to hear what they've been doing, um, why they stay home during this pandemic, and also how they're staying sane during these difficult times. Um, check it out. Hi, my name is Stephanie. Thanks for tuning into Yesenia's podcast. And I stay home because it's important to get this thing contained so we can all return back to our normal lives to flatten the curve. That way, you know, we know that there's some progress and it's not just hopeless and dismal. So there are better days ahead. My name is Jamie. I currently live in LA and I stay home because it's the right thing to do. It's our responsibility to help flatten the curve so that we can stop overwhelming our healthcare systems so we, the, so we don't spread the disease to our neighbors, our friends, people in the community. It's just the right thing to do, and so that's why I stay home. My name is Lorena, and I stay at home because I want to be healthy for my family. Hey, my name is Xavier, and I'm from L.A., and... I want to share why I stay indoors. Um, well, I just think it's very important for the sake that we definitely want to see a future. Um, obviously, the situation right now can be very difficult for many of us, especially in LA, given the fact that you know we live in an area where the weather's always nice, there's always something to do. But if I want to do that in the future and be able to have that privilege, then I need to do what's right. And what's right is to stay indoors at the moment. Um, I definitely do this for for not only myself, but my family. 
um, the community and the greater good. So that's why I do it. I do it because it's right. The experts know what they're saying. And I trust that what they're telling us to do is the right thing. And I always like to do the right thing. My name is Erica, and I keep my ass home because it is the least I could do in a situation where I can do very little. Uh, It's to keep myself safe as well as other people safe. Uh, It's socially responsible, and I personally think it's really selfish of us to think that this problem isn't our problem because we can all help make the situation a little bit better if we just keep our asses at home, yo. Hey, my name is Lamisha, and I'm from Fontana. Who do I stay home for? I stay home for my family. Even though I work for an initial company, I go to work and I come back home because I'm following orders because I can't wait to get back out there and embrace and love on physically my family and friends. Hello, my name is Angel and I stay home because I work from home all the time. Uh, My life has not really changed since everything has been going on so I mostly stay home because everything is closed and um, I still go out I still go on hikes um, and I still go to the grocery store but other than that there ain't nothing else to do so I stay home which I prefer anyways hi I'm Victoria Moy and I'm in Chicago Illinois I stay in for my senior aged parents and really I think for all of us, for people on the front lines working at the hospitals, the grocery stores, the faster we can get this all under control, the faster we can get back to living regularly. Hi, my name is Eleanor Gomez and I currently reside in Boyle Heights. I practice social distancing primarily for my community. I really think it's important for even the healthy, strong individuals as myself to take as much precaution as we can. Uh, Social distancing is the only true power that we have right now to protect yourself and our community. And it's really selfish to ignore the option altogether, uh, especially for the elderly in our community and those with pre-existing health conditions. Hi, I'm Chanel. I stay home to stop the spread and keep my dad safe. Hola, my name is Daisy and I'm calling in from Huntington Park, California. I stay in because I will not risk catching COVID-19 and getting my 60-year-old diabetic mom sick. Unfortunately, diabetics have higher rates of complication and death from COVID-19. So let me rephrase why I stay in. I stay in because I love my mother. Hi, I'm Crease, and I'm staying home because I can't wait to hug all of my friends when this is over. Hi, I'm Myra, and I stay home because I have a weakened immune system due to a recent breast cancer diagnosis. Luckily, I had surgery four weeks ago and all the cancer was removed. But because of that, I stay home. I have two young boys, and the thought of not being around for them really makes me scared. Hi, my name is Nikki. I'm from Fontana, California. And I stay home for my daughter. I stay home for my family. I stay home for your family. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to have my daughter's first birthday party by May. So stay your ass home. So what's keeping me sane in this time of crisis? Honestly, I think it's really uh, digging deep into uh, reflecting um, and reflecting what I mean by that is understanding that what's happening is out of our control. 
So the only thing I can control at the moment is myself, uh, my thoughts, my my feelings, my emotions. And I'm doing that um, indoors by obviously watching a lot of new TV shows, uh, movies, and uh, but specifically watching things um, um, that are making me think um, more so about about life, about choices, um, about the future. Um, and then I'm also doing a lot of home cooking. Uh, my, me and my girlfriend, we've been doing a lot of uh, spending time together by, uh, for example, yesterday we started a thousand piece puzzle, uh, which allows us to like work the mind and also reflect um more so on 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 our relationship and uh so it's kind of nice it's kind of nice to do something that's out of the norm um because obviously living in LA there's so many things to do always outside so now learning how to stay indoors and not feel impatient uh so staying in control so that's what I'm doing What's keeping me sane during this time is really just finding balance of mind, body, soul, and bliss for my mind. I do a lot of reading and listening to podcasts. For my body, I try to exercise every day. For my soul, I continue to work on my art and any other creative projects I have. And for bliss, I like to enjoy Netflix and any other funny stuff on the internet. What keeps me sane is... Lots of cooking, working out, and learning how to play the piano. The things that are helping me keep my sanity right now are work. I'm blessed enough to still be able to work from home. Um, Time with my daughter, that's definitely keeping me grounded and just making me happy. My dog, I love her so much. She's here by my side all the time. Great music, as well as my wardrobe. I'm able to tap into some creative projects that I didn't have time for before and hope. I'm just clinging to that and trying to stay in that state of mind as much as possible. Um, What keeps me sane during this time is being able to soak up that family time with my son. He keeps me laughing. Um, Just figuring out things like it's making me slow down, which I like. I'm getting more organized. I'm doing more self-care. I'm just enjoying it. I'm embracing it. Um, I think I'm bonding more with my relationships because it's hard to physically get out there and see people. So we're getting back to that communication through the phone, video, whatever it is, because we need it. I know I need it. So I'm just trying to do my best to follow the order so I can get back out there and physically do it again and appreciate what has been taken away from us at this moment. And what keeps me sane during this time is uh, limiting my consumption of mainstream media Um, social media and just more so connecting with myself and my partner and our doggy um, and just focusing on what I can control and not letting any of the outside factors affect my internal health and my mindset. The number one thing that's keeping me sane is my dog for sure. Um, Otherwise, I think it's the luxury of time for backburner projects, art and creating it for pure enjoyment all the virtual chats and hangouts without advance notice. Um, I'm also really appreciating freedom from FOMO. And then instead of rushing around, I get to just be for once. Uh, It's been a real vacation for my brain. What's keeping me sane during quarantine is music. Music, music, music. I have been collaborating with friends, 
uh, over the internet on projects. I started a Be A Week challenge through um, my group Water Your Garden Party. Uh, if you want to contribute at Water Your Garden Party on IG and uh, we'll share your song. And I've been listening to a lot of music as well, sharing playlists with people. And I really feel that this is uh, my language right now, my language of sanity and a way that I can keep connecting with people. Keeping me sane during these times are Zoom parties with friends, lots of movies and tons of snacks. What's keeping me sane during this time is hanging out with my boo thing, Sudoku puzzles, baking, cooking, hot tea, home workouts, and video chatting with friends and family. Um, I also stay sane by keeping extremely busy. I'm cleaning, cooking, I'm FaceTiming with family and friends, and my new recent venture is learning how to sew. Both my husband and I are pretty short, so I'm learning how to hem my own pants, and I'm so excited about it. What keeps me sane during this time? Um, I would say karaoke keeps me sane. Um, Some drawing and um, definitely my 90 Day Fiance show. If you haven't seen it, you got to check it out. Think positive. That's one of the things that I'm doing to to keep me sane here at home um, is to think positive, take advantage of this time to just self-reflect, to rest, to spend time with my daughter, to clean my house, to organize my shoes, to organize my socks. So, I mean, take advantage. It's a once in a lifetime deal and I am praying and hoping the best for everyone's health and safety and we will see each other on the other side. I hope you guys enjoyed those. Uh, Thank you so much for everybody who sent those. Um, And also thank you to everybody who sent the responses. Um, We got a good amount of responses on Instagram. And so I wanted to share those. Um, Why do you stay home? So the first question is, why do you stay home? Like, what is your reason why you're staying home during this quarantine season? Um, So we have Mary Ann. She says, my community and myself, I don't want to get sick. (laughs) Girl, I feel it. I'm just... Honestly, like, I feel the same way I want to stay home because I don't want to get my family sick or anybody I love sick. But at the same time, like, I just don't want to get sick. Mm. Like, straight up, I just don't want to. Who else, Anthony? Uh, Jarrell, he said, the world, because the best way to see change is doing your part and staying home. Straight facts. That's good. I like that. Ursula, um, that at that Cervantes chick, um, she said for her family, for everyone, um, I'm staying home to keep everyone safe. Girl, I heard that. Then we got two last-minute responses. We got one from Katrina saying that she stays home for her family. And then we have Trail Tripper 323 who responded that she's staying home for her 92-year-old little grandma. Um, and then what is keeping you sane? Anthony, you want to go ahead? Oh, yeah. Dylan said this Mr. Taco Minchie mix at the crib. Yep. That's and really good. Shout-out to Riverside, Mr. Mm-hmm. Taco. The Michelada mix Bomb. on point. Um, Adam, um, Adam said more time to create my dogs and my lady, of course. Yeah. A hundred percent. You're definitely, I mean, you're the one that helped us make this logo. So definitely mm-hmm. have more time to create. I hope that you're creating a lot. Karen said my dogs in yoga. Yep. Yeah. And then Elena said, Lenny. S- she said snacks. I can't stop eating. <laughs> I think That's Anthony cool. relates. That's me too. <laughs> Yo, that Chipotle salsa from, uh, Trader Joe's is. 
mm-hmm. Fire. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah relating oh marianne quemadre she also replied to this one she said connecting virtually with friends and family that's what's keeping her sane Girl, same. That's yeah. definitely what's keep what's keeping me sane as well. Yep. And then Jarrell said staying positive and being thankful. No, he said staying productive. Oh, productive. <laughs> but also, he's also staying positive. <laughs> Heck yeah, because he's being thankful. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. That was a good one, Jarrell. Yeah. Thanks, Jarrell, for writing in for sure. And then Ursula again said, playing music and playing Rainy Day in a Coffee Shop by ASMR on YouTube. And then I searched this because I didn't know what that meant. And that's cool. So it just looks like you're hanging out in a coffee shop. It's just like the noise. It was like the, the doors co- opening and closing yeah. and like music and, and stuff? It's, no, not necessarily music, but like people coming by and like the noise is... Mm-hmm, like it's raining. Mm. That's cool. Jamie put me on like, I think, brown noise when you're like doing work and that helps me with concentration too. So that's... You guys, thank you so much. Like, wow. Like I'm really excited and impressed that a lot of people... Um, sent in um, their things. Oh, somebody just replied on Instagram. She, Her name is Hippie Your Bane. I don't know. But she said music is keeping her sane. Mm-hmm. Thanks for answering. See, we got so many awesome responses. And I'm really, like, I really hope you guys enjoy these voice memos. I really want you guys to be a part of this. And I think next time around, I'm going to make it more... I'm going to give... Because this, this time, I just kind of text some people. I'm like, hey, do, can you guys send me this? And next time, I think I'm going to post it on the IG. Also text some people, but post it on the IG. And you guys can just email me your voice memos because I love to hear what you guys have to say. And I think people want to hear how other people are coping, not just what me and Anthony are doing. They, we want to hear what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. And I, we want to sh- share that with the community. So thank you guys so much for doing that. Um, let's go into our final segment. Yo, talk that talk. So we typically talk about current events during the segment, but I feel like this whole episode was a current event because we're talking about coronavirus. So we're going to keep it short and sweet. And these aren't necessarily current events that are happening in the world. These are current events that are happening in our life or Mm -hmm. things that are just relevant to our lives. Anthony, what have you been dying to talk about? 90 Day Fiance. (laughs) This guy is obsessed. I think it was week one. I started the the seventh season, which I think is the last season that came the out. The newest one, yeah. Yeah, and he got hooked. I don't think I've ever seen Anthony this happy in his life. Yeah, so we saw seven, <laughs> and then we started going backwards. So we saw seven, six, and five, and we just started four, four today. today. <laughs> but it's just such... I don't know. It just doesn't People make are any just dumb. sense. People are just really dumb. Like... How do you date somebody and you don't tell them how expensive it is for them to move across the world for you? And then you have to pretty much take care of them and they have to be financially dependent on you and they think you're rich and you don't correct them. You're just like, yeah, yeah. But then you're like, oh, I can't buy you that. They all think that everyone in America is rich. Yeah. Like think everyone is rich. It's like, well, no, it doesn't Who's your favorite couple from the last three seasons? Colt, Colt and Larissa. Colt, Colty? <laughs> yeah. Colty. What was his mom? Debbie? Debbie. Debbie. <laughs> she was like, you mess with the, wait, what'd she say? You mess with the queen and you die. I was always like, thought Colt, like, I don't know. I always I like him. felt bad for him. But then when like they him. went to the reunion show and he's like telling everyone that they're jealous of him. And he's like, yeah, bro, your mom drives you to work. I'm so jealous <laughs> of you. Like you share a bank account with your mom. I'm so jealous. It's like, I, that don't, no one's jealous of you, Colt. 
<laughs> you have nothing. <laughs> hey, no, Cole, kidding. Anthony has a message for you. Nobody's jealous of you. And then homegirl left him and she even said that she was going to leave him. Yeah, in an episode when they were fighting, she's like talking about finding another dude and get, getting somebody who has a Jaguar. It's <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> like, like, that's not even the best car. A Jaguar? No. That's funny. Colt, um, that was funny. I don't know. Like each season is just so entertaining. I, I think, think the first season we watched was the one with the Domin- the Dominican girl. She was yeah, like, she was oh in no, Florida. I come here. He tell me uh, he's going to take me shopping. He take me to a, a thrift store. And no, uh, no. Are you cheap? Are you cheap? <laughs> And then she met his brother. She's like, are you cheap too? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm not cheap. I'm just not with my money. Yeah, dude. I don't know. This, uh, if you guys never seen this, this show is nuts. And this is like the easiest thing and funniest thing to watch while you're in quarantine. I mean, besides Tiger King. Mm. What do you want to say about Tiger King? Tiger King was really good. I don't know. It was just so wild it's kind of crazy how they started filming not really knowing what they were doing well, yeah, and then I it gets was, I like all gnarly um yeah i can't believe that he had two husbands and then like, at the end they're like we're like, not gay we're straight like, <laughs> like why what? are you fucking i mean excuse me why are you i don't know i don't Chad. know like tiger king was pretty crazy and now they're saying that they're going to come out with more episodes or something i mean we have nothing else to do so i guess we're watching yeah the tootsie slide is out Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking crap about Drake because they're saying like he's really reaching and he made a TikTok song. It's not really like a TikTok. It's not like a catchy kid song. Well, it came out on TikTok before it came out everywhere else. Well, because he released it with them and the people that he released it with is what he named it. I don't know. They like collaborated I don't hate on it. it. I'm not mad. I I really don't care. I'm not a music executive. I can care less. It was I cool just Drake. kind of finally seeing the first visual of some an artist actually taking in the quarantine. Yeah, I appreciated that. Um, the aspect of what's he going on. He didn't have on. to cover his face at home, but you know, I feel like ten years from now we'll be like, oh, that was the quarantine coronavirus, mm. the Rona. You know, they kind of showed like the city before it was just like empty and it's very in its time. Yeah, and I think people were trying to like. It's already talking about how artists were gonna, you know, have to try to get creative and how they're gonna, you know, do their releases and yeah. their videos with what's going on because no one really knows how long this is going to last and i think drake was like obviously the first one to do it and it came i appreciate out good. it yeah, i, I think good. that it's going to age well i think mm-hmm. that in a few years we're gonna look back and be like dang like you know that was that time. the reasoning behind the yeah, video is exactly. because of what was going on right now so yeah it yeah. is definitely a smart move for him now we know what drake's son looks like too <laughs> That's crazy. You know what, though? He said on the um, podcast, what was it? Rap Radar? Or what was it? Mm-hmm. Elliot was, I don't know. But he said that his son had blue eyes um, on that. So when I saw that, I was like, dang. And it makes sense. His mom is, you know, blonde with blue eyes. So it does make sense. But that's a beautiful child. Yeah. Congratulations, Drake. <laughs> no, last thing. I think it was funny with all this going on. Like, there's been so many good memes. Yeah. But I think like a funny one with like, dang, like, remember everyone would have always be like, hey, you want to work for home and make $2,000 a week? You're like, yo, y'all quiet now. <laughs> <laughs> now everyone's home. They, they ain't posting that. I definitely feel like everybody who was like, I wish I could just work from home, myself included, sees this in such a different way now because now this is the ultimate working from home. But like mm-hmm. working from home and before was like working from home, but I can also go to a coffee shop 
yeah, working from home, but I can also like, like finish all my work early so I go to Disneyland. Like that's the ideal. Yeah. But we have the working from home and you're stuck at home. You got you can't go anywhere. <laughs> you're stuck. You can't go nowhere. You can't like kick finishing up your work fast is like there's no reward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like all right. Well, now you're it's still time to make here. dinner. Yeah. There's hey. Like, no. Also, thank you for making dinner with me today. Oh, you're welcome. Anthony helped me make albonigas and uh, Mexican rice. He got down on the Mexican rice. Yeah. So nine. He knows the recipe. Mm-hmm. So don't try to finish your work early because <laughs> ain't nothing going to happen. Except he's going to have to help me make dinner. That's pretty yeah. much it. But yeah, thank you. Thank you, Am, for participating in this episode. I appreciate you. Thank you for sharing all your experiences and being part of it. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, I definitely want to open it up to everybody else and get some sound bites from everybody with an upcoming um, episode. You know, we might be in quarantine for a minute, so I might want to release an episode again soon because, shoot, I got nothing else to do. So we'll see. I'll keep you guys posted on the Instagram. Um, Growth Nostalgia is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Make sure you subscribe, you rate, and you leave a review. The link can be found on my Instagram. Please follow us on Instagram at growth period nostalgia. That's G-R-O-W-T-H period N-O-S-T-A-L-G-I-A. Growth Nostalgia is recorded in Los Angeles, California in our tiny apartment. Mm-hmm. Logo created by Adam Gonzalez and intro and outro music by Damar Davis. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hit me up on IG. Have a good one. Yeah.